What's up, Nick? We are back. Hey, we are back. Let's go. Well, you're back. I'm officially I've back. I've been here. You've been back. I missed the show on Friday. You did. I was too lazy. No, not lazy. I was super busy at the end of last weekend. But more importantly, TJ, a married man now. I am. You yeah. did not run away. I got the bling bling going on. You're still here. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that mm, bling bling. Look at that rock. Just want to say the wedding was phenomenal. Yeah. You had the best wedding food I've ever had. Is that right? The best Shout wedding food. Shout out Genesis. Food Great stuff. I've ever had. And the cake had buttercream icing. You did. So you didn't sabotage the cake. As expected. Yeah. I expected Very you to good. actually sabotage it, and you didn't. So no, I was pretty I proud of you. I did not. I they, they they said you know let the photographers and videographer do their thing, and I you know, I thought about it, but yeah, I did not go sabotage. You're going soft, Nick. You're going soft. I'm going a little soft. Yeah. So you honeymooned. I did do How that. How was the honeymoon in Cancun? You it didn't was, die, so you didn't get poisoned. That's did, good. Did get poisoned. It was fan freaking tastic. I mean, if you think of the best vacation ever. What do you think of? Like literally, let's call, let's talk beach vacation. Like, what is your perfect like setting on a beach? Nick Yale, what is your setting? What do you see right now? What are you wearing? Do Where I are you have at? to be on the beach? You, no, you don't. Why, well, why, why it kind of ruins my whole story. That ruins but, your whole story. Uh, no, I mean, I think a good golf course is. I think okay. the, the beach is nice. A nice little cabana. A nice okay. little drink in your hand. Yeah. You got the ocean. You yeah. Got the hot girl next to you. Yep. You got the. Uh, Check, yeah. check, yeah, yeah, check, 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 had it all. You have the waiter waiting on you? Had it all. Had it all. Did he also uh, throw in 10-minute foot massage every no. day? No, no, ooh. Included every single day. See, I don't like people touching my feet. Oh, you would if I'm you went there. I'm a ticklish man, Spectacular, so. spectacular. Nick, we, we got there on Sunday, and we really kind of bummed. I mean, we were happy to be there, but we look at the forecast all throughout the week before the wedding, and it's rain every day in Cancun, every single day. It was hurricane season. That's why it was kind of, you know, kind of... Uh, yeah, that's like one of the weather report. They, all, they Like Florida's weather report. It's it says just raining. it's rained every day, even right. though it, like, at some point in the day, it will rain. It, literally every day when we were on the beach, sun, beautiful, barely any clouds, perfect. Good right when hear. we walked inside, like monsoon. Hey, there you go. That, it was perfect. That was God. God was on our God side. God was on your side, he looking was. out for you. A week full of love. Week full of love. But it was, I tell you what, literally we go there the first day and we're getting treated like royalty. We go on the beach, not on Sunday, we were really tired. Like I was on, I think I got six hours of sleep in two nights after the wedding night. I had six and a half the night before. And then, yeah, it was bad. Like literally had no sleep right, at all. Dead. Got right on the plane. We got to the resort, enjoyed, you know, the, the pool a little bit, though then pretty much slept really early. Woke up, had a great breakfast, went out to the beach. And we go, all right. We'll take, uh, you know, we'll take a seat or whatever. And they said, oh no, no, sir, you're in a, you're in a suite, correct? You're in the Kapua. I say the Kapua suite because that's from Sarah, forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's right. not what it's called. But it's like, oh, you're in the Kapua suite. You get uh, the free uh, cabana every single day. I go, oh, that's pretty cool. It's a cabana. I thought it was like one of those just chairs with an umbrella. No, no, no. It's a full out bed yeah. on the beach with like there's blinds around you. There are like little like shades that you can draw. You have the ocean right in front of you. You got pillows. You got the comfiest. It was comfier than my bed here at home. It was unbelievable. It was a king size bed on the beach. Nice. I mean, it doesn't get better than this. Then I go, okay, that's that sounds amazing. This is unreal. And he goes, oh, that's not all. You also get your ten minute free foot massage every day. What do you mean? I go, what was that? Ten minute foot massage every single day, Mister Weber. Every they call day. me Mister Weber every day, Mister Weber. And I was like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. So, Mr. Weber. So I get down there. Okay, it might be offensive. <laughs> so I get down there, and I'm laying down, and I, he goes, what do you want to drink? I go, what do you got? He goes, anything you want. 
I'll take a pina colada. I, I had literally wow more pina coladas than I think anybody's ever had yeah, in my lifetime. I, I saw the drink. Now you had the I saw the pina coladas. You, you took a picture of it, but then you had this rainbow looking shot. Thing. Oh, what, spectacular! What was that? I don't know. We told them we we're on our honeymoon, and they gave us free shots the entire day. One of the days, this one lady that was our bartender continually continuously was bringing us shots. We didn't we didn't even ask what it was. We just so you kept got taking pretty it. loaded. Very very lit. Nice. Yes. And the, it wasn't as lit as we did on Thursday. When Laura had her first tequila shot, so we had a swim up bar. Wait, wait, you say first tequila shot? Like she's never had a tequila shot before? Never done. So she's had like a mixed tequila shot, never like straight tequila, salt, what? Oh, yes, hundred percent. What the hell? So I said, "Do you want a tequila shot?" She goes, "I've never had one." I go, "Is that right?" Like I just, I've known well, you forever. Well, now is the time. Now is the time. So we go up to the swim up bar. Nick, it's a bar. With the pool, with actual like chairs in the pool, nice. it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I've seen I, those in Vegas. It was unbelievable. I go, give us two tequila shots, and he goes, okay, what are you looking for? And uh, hashtag no free ads, but I'm gonna put some names out there. I said, oh, what's your best tequila? Like Patron. He goes, Patron, Pff, like that. Like goes Pff, like that. I'm like, oh my god, okay, yeah, you're Patron. In Mexico. He goes, he goes, Patron is is crap here. He goes, you need some Don Julio. Oh shit! Oh Don, man, they're uh, really up uh, in it. Uh, that sounds pretty good. So we we got two shots of Don Julio. Never Laura's never had tequila shot before, straight up. So she was freaking out. Salt, by the way, really classy. They put salt on the end of the lime. So you lick the salt off the lime first, then you drink, then you take the lime itself. That's a pro tip. It's pretty nice. So we did that. Took the shot, expecting a lot of bite. Nailed that lime about a half second after I put the tequila shot down. I felt nothing. Smooth as can be. One of the best tequila shots mm. I'll ever have. Probably a $75 bottle here in the States. So I go, he goes, you want another one? I go, yeah, I'll take another one. Lars like, yeah, I'll take another one. So we take another one. We're feeling pretty good. We've been drinking all day, and the bar's about to close at the pool at 6. So it's like 5.50, and we take the second one. I go, okay, have a good one. We walk out. He says, no, no, no. And we kind of chill. No, he, he did. He let us go Let's for a second. One more. We sit outside, and we're on our chairs just kind of chilling. Lars goes, I'm going to go to the restroom real quick. All right, sounds good. She'll, she stumbles over to the restroom, and I'm sitting there just hanging out on my phone. The guy comes up. He goes, "Oh, we're closing down," and I, this is his last call. And he, he, I didn't even ask him for it. Two more on there. You know, we're we're all already feeling it. Like, holy shit! Like, I mean, you see two tequila shots, but we've been drinking all day. Unlimited booze, whatever you want, right? Um, anything it's all you inclusive want, inclusive, and everything. And they so. don't want to tip, but I tipped everybody. Yeah. I just that's the kind of guy I am, Nick. I'm a big karma guy. You're ask, a ask my buddies. I I said it the other day at the casino. I said. They go, why are you tipping this? Why are you doing this? You know, I said, I'm or no, my card's lost, and they still paid me. Yeah. And I said, no, 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 take that back. And everybody's like, look at me, like, why would you not take free money? I go, I'm big karma guy. You watch. Guess what? I won hundred dollars that night. Hey, You're welcome. Hey, so I hey. sat there, and the guy said, yeah, here you go. Here, here, last, last call. I'm like, oh shit. So Laura comes back, wide-eyed, like, are you kidding me? This is round three in ten minutes. I go, here we go. Damn right it is. So we nailed that down. Delicious. Uh, long story short, we were in bed by 9.30. So okay. if that tells you anything, but it was spectacular. Everything, the food was un-believable. If you don't like seafood, though, you would have been in hell because there was no burgers, no fries, no nothing. It was all shrimp and scallops and fish, but it was great. If you love seafood, you're in heaven. If you don't love seafood, there's I not hate, a ton I of options. Seafood. Oh, you're, you'd hate it then. Yeah. Literally everything good there was seafood. It's a good thing I didn't go on your honeymoon. But Nick, the best thing I had there, they had a little bread bowl set up in a place called MB. It was a fancy restaurant. I had to wear pants there. Oh, so, hey, you didn't wear a shirt most of the week. We saw that. You had to wear pants and you had to wear a button up. 
And I go in there and they say, you need to try the habanero soup. And habanero to me is habanero pepper, spicy as shit, right? Right. Well, I like spicy stuff, but not that spicy. So I go, I, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical about it. So we didn't order it. We ended up getting something else, a three-course dinner. The guy goes, what are you doing? You need to eat habanero soup. I'm like, what are you doing? You guys are fucking crazy. I said, okay, bring me the habanero soup. So they bring it out. It's in this little bread bowl, Nick. And we dip the, the spoon in there. That's what you do with soup. And I put it in my mouth. Holy crap. I mean, if that wasn't the best thing I've ever had in my life. It was like, you ever have a broccoli cheddar soup at uh, Panera? Panera? Way better than that. And But it was the same consistency, same kind of creaminess. Ooh, Unbelievable. And yeah. then the, you dip the bread in yeah. with it. Oh, baby. Let me that, tell you something. That's that was my mouth the best. watering right now. Laura and I literally wanted to go. So we had the last night, we had the decision to either go to our favorite restaurant on the trip, the Italian restaurant, which had... Uh, what was it? It was Parmesan or yes, shrimp Parmesan. Okay. So I think a chicken Parmesan with the, you know, marinara and the breading right, and stuff, but shrimp instead. It was spectacular. I know you don't like seafood, but for seafood lovers, unbelievable. So we had the decision between that and MB. Well, we didn't love the food from MB. We just loved the habanero soup. So we said, what if we did habanero soup appetizer, then go to the other restaurant? Bam. Didn't end up doing it, but... Oh, it was a pro tip. We went to the Italian restaurant, but habanero soup, easily the best thing we ate all trip. Easily. How about that? So a good trip in Cancun. Yes. A nice oh, honey real quick, I just want to just give you a little idea of how I felt like royalty again. Every time, so the first few days we were there, nobody else was on the resort. And I, when I mean nobody, I mean nobody. Just you guys. We were on the beach on Monday, and I looked to my left, and I looked to my right, and there's one couple on the very far end. There's like hundreds of cabanas around. Right. One couple besides us on this far side. So we're getting service every five minutes. We're getting free shit all the time. Like people we didn't know. We're walking in the lobby and then like someone like talks in like it looks like they talk like a secret agent like into their watch. Like, like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Weber go, here, Mr. and Mrs. Weber. But they go, they say something, they go, Oh, got him. They say got him. And they look at me and I go, Got who? What do you got? He goes, Mr. Weber, how are you doing? I go, I don't know who the hell you are. Good to see you. The pelican is in the nest. The pelican is in the nest. That's what it was, like Secret Service. Like, there they are. They get them. It's the Webers. It's the Webers. But they would, like, treat us like royalty. And then eventually it got a lot crowder. Crowder. uh, Is that? Yeah. More crowder. More crowder. Crowdest. More crowded. Crowdier. Crowded. Crowdier. More crowded. More crowded. More crowded in the later parts of the week. Wow. Yeah. Well, see, that's because everybody doesn't go there because all the warnings on the news, they said, stay away, they're trying to poison you. And you guys are like, F- that, we're going anyways. That's what we said. And you did, and then you got treated like royalty and had the time of your life. But we did go off the resort once, went on a catamaran ride is what they call it, Nick. I saw that. It's a big fancy, basically a yacht. I wouldn't really consider that off the resort. It is. It was off the resort, though. What? We had to take a taxi. We had to oh, get away. Did. Yeah, did. it wasn't like transportation so, from there or anything. Oh, yeah. so you had to go to the, uh, the favelas? Area. Favelas. <laughs> yeah, the favelas. The place where you're not supposed to go, where all the gangs are. Oh, I, don't, I don't think we were there. No? No, that's no. good. Maybe that's in Tijuana. I, I guess so, but it was good. <laughs> Laura held a, a whale shark. I saw that. She did that. Um, we went to a couple different ports, had some good food, got burnt on my right side. Only my right yeah, side. Yeah, I was going to say, you come back, but you don't look tan. Oh, thanks. But you I don't look great. sunburn either, which yeah. is also good. You know why? Because I've learned the sun does not like me. Oh, well, I guess it's because you're in your cabana the whole time. Well, so. hell yeah. It was perfect. I had the breeze in my face. Don't even have to put on sunscreen. Perfect. Just shade all on, up and down size, my, my bod. Your king size bed. And that's all I needed. Go back to talking about food. And, and Those I, images are much oh, better right it's, now. It was fantastic. Much Great better. trip, Nick. Great trip. So while you were gone, I was here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Not doing much, 
But we did do the show. We did the show on Monday with Zach Solentrup. Ha- shout out Zach from high it school. It was a week of the Zachs. It was a week of the Zachs. And then Zach Zook joined me for the uh, the football podcast to be named later. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did a great job as well. Did he? But you know who Good didn't, guy. You know who didn't do a great job, TJ? You. Me. Of on course. Your picks. Well, I'm not shocked. Uh, it was a rough week. Well, you, you messed up my picks, but I will not. Uh, get in your face about it because I didn't even yeah, send you my see, picks. I was hoping you would get more mad about this. I don't think so because it, I didn't send them to you, so how would you know? I mean, I, I do want to shout out the Kansas City Chiefs because they kicked my Jaguars' ass. Mm. I said the Jaguars would win by 10, win easy on the road, and boy, Patrick Mahomes just picked them apart. That Chiefs defense destroyed Blake Bortles. Could not Jaguars could not get anything going, so just a quick shout out to the Chiefs. For being five and zero, oh. Kansas City going to the, going to the ship. What do you think? Going to the ship? Uh, I don't know. They, they always blow it. They always blow it. Yeah, but it's not Alex Smith anymore. It's Patty Mahomes, true, baby. True. I don't know. I, I I could get behind the Chiefs. I'm not I'm not saying I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm not saying I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but I could get behind the Chiefs. If it's the Chiefs and the Rams in the Super Bowl, that would be probably the worst thing ever for St. Louis fans. Mm-hmm. So we won't go there. There goes our hot take of the day on Bruce on the Balcony. All right, Bruce back to uh, whatever else we were talking back, about. Hey, if you want to get involved in the show, 314-877-8597. That's what we call a segue. That's what we call a in the segue. the podcast biz. And, uh, at Balcony Brews Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. So speaking of football, NFL, my fantasy teams went one and two this week. We're going to talk about your fantasy teams No, we're now. not. I'm just, I'm just plugging no, that. No, that's what I'm you started just, with, I'm though. I'm just plugging Let's that. Let's talk about football, my fantasy teams. No, no, football. I was going to say, I was going to segue from NFL to the Missouri Tigers, who we won't stick with for very long because Barry Odom looked, on the way out. They looked like shit against South Carolina. Barry Odom, probably the beginning of the end. He does not have a good win. Drew Locke looked yet. awful. Drew Locke, not a Heisman contender. Not a number one draft not pick a number from, one from what happened there. Pick. Not a top five draft pick from what he looked like against South Carolina. However, they are not favored by 20, 29 and a half. Alabama's favored 29 and a half. This weekend, on the road, in Tuscaloosa, if they can somehow pull off a miracle, I'll forgive them. I will be there, TJ. They're not going to pull off a miracle. In Tuscaloosa with the great Alabama faithful. Very excited. Very excited. This is one of four SEC stadiums I have left on my list to cross off. I will also be going to Tennessee this week. Not this week. Knoxville. I'll be going to Tennessee this season when Missouri plays at – uh, Knoxville. At, at Tennessee, yeah, Knoxville and Neyland Stadium. So pretty excited just to check out Tuscaloosa and the Crimson Tide fans and their tailgating. I hear it's like I hear it's like heaven for college for the college football fan. Sorry. As you take the mic off and, and make, all, professional ma- show. make all kinds of now, things. Now let me remind you that we have a little wager going on between this we Missouri do. contest against Alabama. I believe the number was twenty four. It points. was it was twenty. The Missouri Tigers have to score twenty four points for me to win the bet. So the bet is not monetary. Not we are going. Monetary. The loser of the bet has to do a beer mile, which goes on camera and will be posted on social media. So, if the Missouri Tigers score twenty three points or less, that means Nick Yale will be taking the beer mile. Not sure which track will be going on. Maybe I'll take my home turf over to Columbia High School and we'll do it there. Mm. Or maybe we'll do it just around South County public uh, streets. Might be more fun. Might. Um, I don't know how you can measure a mile there, though. Then we'll figure it out. Uh, if the Mizzou Tigers score more than 24 points, win or lose, doesn't matter. If they score 24 or more, TJ Weber will then do beer the beer mile. mile it is. Yes. Would you rather do it on a treadmill 
It'd be more fun no, to do it outside. No, we're doing outside. For sure. We're doing outside. I think it'd be a track, too. If we're doing and it on video, it'd have, the track would be easier to track yeah. the person. Otherwise, yeah. the, the guy that's doing the video would also have to run, which we're now, not doing that. Oh, we're not running? No, no. I'm saying, like, the video guy can't run. Oh, yeah, It'd be yeah, a yeah. shaky video, Nick. No. Well, quality people. Well, well, with my new tripod that we're getting in the mail here in a couple weeks. There you go. Might be might be uh, very nice. Yeah. Odds that whoever loses the bet throws up. <sighs> I say it's almost guaranteed. If it's me, I mean, I because I'm a biker. I can, like, bike, you know what I mean, in the but gym a lot. chugging a beer after well, every quarter I'm mile? I'm just saying, if I just ran a mile right now, I'm used to biking. Even if I ran right now, no chance. Like especially with this honeymoon diet and all this shit, all this sugar and alcohol I had in me. Guess what? I'm going to puke after a lap, too. You need, like, a quick detox. Then you add beer to it. Look out. I mean, you better get out of this puking distance. So I'm, you're, it's you're, you're not, like, training. You're not going to the gym training for the mile just in case. No, because I know I'm going to win. There's no chance that, you, wow. that Mizzou scores 24 points against Alabama. There's no way. There's no way. Mm, I would double down offense. on it. I would double down. I would do two beer miles. That and, and still let you do one. I'm not that confident. No, we, no, we'll keep it even. Just, okay, just the one beer mile. I'm telling you, you are the underdog in the situation. I Big might, underdog. I might, I might be. I might be. Twenty four points against Bama. I, Bama I, I in might, Tuscaloosa. I, I might be in a tough spot. I think they are getting Emmanuel Hall and Nate Brown back, who mysteriously did not play this past weekend or travel with the team at South Carolina despite practicing all week. Interested to see what's going on there. But yeah, Tuscaloosa this weekend. If you're there. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. wherever. Leave us a voicemail if you're going to be going to the game. We'll hang out. We can tailgate. Hopefully a good crowd of Missouri fans goes down there. I, I think a lot of Missouri fans are going to go just to see. Um, the stadium and the The stadium and the atmosphere and the environment because everybody knows Missouri's not winning this game. There's <laughs> not a f***ing chance in hell. And so <laughs> not a f***ing chance Not a chance. Not a chance. So we're just going to go down, have fun. Check out the uh, Tuscaloosa bars. Hang out with the uh, the Crimson Tide fans. Hopefully, find some fun tailgates. I feel like they'll be pretty welcoming to uh, to the Missouri faithful. The away teams usually are. Yeah, it, it's like it's not like another rivalry in the SEC where the fans hate each other. Like Missouri still doesn't have the respect of the SEC. So when Missouri fans go on the road, and what I've noticed as a Mizzou fan, like going down to LSU, mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, come on over, have a beer, have some food, have some fun. We'll beat your ass and yes. send you on home. Send you on your way. And it's like, okay, we're perfectly fine with that. Like, we get free beer. Because we get free beer and free food and free hospitality. Then you get embarrassed. Like, like, yeah, and then we get embarrassed. But it's whatever. I mean, we had the most fun at LSU last year when I went, me and my buddies, same group going down in Tuscaloosa, went down to LSU, and uh, we went into a – so we get there. We get down to LSU. We check into our hotel, but the room wasn't ready yet. So there was a uh, uh, a bar across the street. It's the, the sign said $2 margaritas. Yeah. And so we're like, hell, yeah, we want $2 margaritas. LSU is fucking awesome. So we go across the street. We sit down. Place is full of LSU fans. This is on the Friday before the game. The game's on Saturday. And we sit down, and these LSU fans from across the bar are chirping us, saying, like, Tiger bait, Tiger bait. And I'm like, <laughs> LSU, you're also Tigers. I don't really know how that makes sense. They're, so they, they're cannibal eat each we're, other. We're, we're laughing. We're, we're, we're jawing back and forth. Would you call Tigers that eat Tigers cannibal? Uh, I don't is know. that a human thing? I'm not sure. I don't know. But Sorry. anyway, oh. we, have the, uh, we have our $2 marks. And you know where we keep ordering more, ordering more, and then the uh, our waiter, you know, keeps bringing us more chips, brings us some, uh, brings us some queso, and hashtag blessed, hashtag blessed. You know we're living it up here. Nice. LSU is awesome. Turns out at the end of uh, we were like, okay, we're ready to leave. We're gonna go. Uh, we'll take our tab, and we're gonna go over, you know, back to our hotel or whatever. 
the uh, the guy that comes over, he 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 flips a receipt over and, and circles a uh, like makes a little map. Turns out he is the LSU Tiger. He is the he's the, oh, mas- the actual mascot. He's the actual mascot. Oh really? And invites us to his tailgate. And he said, "Oh by the way, the LSU fans across the bar pay for your tab." It, I mean, it was like it was like a fifty or sixty dollar tab. Like, but it's were, like a troll thing. Like, are no, they were just actually being nice? No, he said they they picked up your tab. They came over. They said, "Hey, see you tomorrow. Come to our tailgate." And they gave us their gave us their number. So we ended up going to these guys' tailgate. Uh, we didn't make it to the mascots' tailgate, but we went to these other guys' tailgate. Again, free beer, free food. They hung out with us all day. Like, no, no catch. They didn't no, like try no. to make funny or anything. No, man, crazy. We, we, no, we took pictures of them. They're they're, they're super nice. And they're like, yeah, man, have fun. Enjoy, enjoy, uh, enjoy Louisiana. Enjoy Baton Rouge. And so we're like, awesome. The f- yeah, it was. I mean, amazing. And we walked around to other LSU tailgates. They welcomed us in, like, hey, you know, have a good time. Have fun down here in LSU. Like, the LSU fans were the nicest fans I've seen. That's wild to Ni- me. Nicest fans I've ever been to for, for being an away team. Yeah. At, on, you know, on away, on um, enemy enemy territory. Like, I mean, people were driving down the road, saw that we were wearing Mizzou, for, Mizzou shirts. Like, guy in the LSU pickup truck pulled over and said, hey, you guys need anything? Just holler like. There had to be a running joke like, "Oh, we know they're going to kick their ass." So let's no, just... I mean, I mean, but I think that's what it is. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It was Missouri's first time down to LSU, so I think it's, oh, it's neat for you. them. It's yeah. just like a lot of times when away teams come up to Missouri for the first time, you know, they're excited to see Columbia, excited to yeah, see yeah, the town yeah. and stuff like that. It's just like more of a welcome to the SEC type deal. Once the rivalry builds up, then we'll kick your ass. Plus, it's like an East-West thing, so there's not like we a don't a bunch pl- of hate there. Yeah, there's not a bunch of hate there. You guys so, aren't you guys aren't Bama fans? No, no, not not Bama fans. So it was super cool, uh, but excited definitely for uh, Tuscaloosa this weekend. Again, three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven is our voicemail inbox number. You can always tweet us at Balcony Bruce Pod on Twitter. Nick, did you watch the Conor McGregor and Khabib? Fight. Fight. What's his last name? Melee Namagarmanov. Nerm. Is that how you say it? It's like Namagarmanov. I don't know how to say it. It's very. It's very hard. I believe you. Did you Uh, actually watch the fight though? I did. Yeah, I went to. uh, I went to a local tavern uh, off of Hampton. Mm. Hashtag no free ads to watch the Blues game and. Then they play the fight as well. Five bucks to get in. Great local tavern. Nice. I brunch there all the time. Where'd you go? I also went to a five dollar. It wasn't off Hampton, but uh, Bobby's place. So did I. Wait, did you really? No shit. Yeah, there you go. I went to one in uh, what you call it, Valley Park. Hey man, hashtag no free ads, but Bobby's place. I brunched there Is all the time. Is that where you went, Valley Park? No, I went to Hampton. Oh Hampton. No, duh. otherwise I would have seen you there. That's right. No mass. They got three. They, I thought they only had two locations. Seriously, this is a weird conversation. Uh, but no, they have one they, in one in St. Charles. They have one. Yeah, they used to have four. Now they uh, have three. Is that right? They had one off uh, Wash Ave. I will say we got to one up you though. Bobby Plager showed up at the one we were at. Oh well, there you go. That there does. You go. That he does was bartending. Up. It was great. That does one up. So anyway. But yeah. So went, shout out Bobby's place. W- yeah, went there. <laughs> uh, we watched the fight. Uh, I wanted Khabib to win. If I were a betting you man, bastard. Why? If I were a betting man, I put money on McGregor. Yeah. But I wanted Khabib to win. He did win. Beat McGregor's ass. And then all the melee ensued afterwards. If you did not watch Crazy. the fight. Crazy. If you did not watch the fight. Or don't know the backstory. Essentially, what's happened a la- few months ago last year, I don't know when it was, McGregor attacked Khabib's bus uh, after one of Khabib's fights, smashed the windows, got arrested. Could have been staged. Don't think he ever went to jail, but. I don't think. I, I Okay, real quick, before we get into the fight. I thought he got indicted. What are your thoughts about. He, he, was, he was in court, but he never had to go to jail. He had to pay fines, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. But. What are your thoughts on 
the, I guess, pre-fight crap? All of it. How much? No, I'm saying how much is real, how much is played up, you think? The pre-fight stuff is all played up. They're totally told to play it up. I agree. Well, like I mean, I mean, that's but there what, was that's real hate. Sells. No, what, what, no, what, what, these guys hate each other. What happened after the fight made me think, wow, that, okay, that was, this is totally that was not yeah. staged. That after the fight, no, no, some no, people no. say no it was staged. No, no way. No, Khabib and McGregor do not like each other, and McGregor attacked Khabib's. They're boss. taking full swings at. I, I don't know what the teams. I don't know what the what the whole stipulation was for the McGregor bus attack. What instigated that? I think that was also. I don't want to say that was played up because there was a lot of damage. There was people. No, that was that was not shit. That was and, and Dana Dana was pissed. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he was. He was you know what I mean? Yeah, and so. But then, like after it all happened, th- after it happened, then they played it up because yeah. it became part of the. Story right. And yes, stuff, it became you know I mean? part of the story. They yeah. played it up in the pre-fight stuff, and McGregor is a known asshole. But McGregor, after the fight, I mean, you know, said good fight, all this stuff. Like McGregor, for as much of a shithead as he is, pre-fight and all the post-fight, stuff, he's stand-up like, guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he but he, he does say some fucked up stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he, everybody knows it. That's yeah. why Khabib fans. So on, on Twitter, everybody's like, Khabib's a piece of shit, which he is. He, you never take it outside of the octagon. So no, what happened no. was, if no one, if everybody missed it, when Connor got. When he, he got tapped out, when he tapped out, Khabib threw him into the ground, started yelling at him. I, I'm fine with that part. Then he takes his mouthpiece and chucks it at one of Connor's teammates, right? One of his team, who was apparently saying some pretty messed up crap too. Yeah. Which I, I then I get to throw in that. Even no, no matter what Connor's guy said, he then scales the octagon and goes full out fist fight with this guy, which turns into a whole brawl between media, between oh no, maybe not media, but security. Uh, both teams, Khabib himself, and you had fans involved in it. Then Connor is inside the octagon, and two of Khabib's guys from his team hop into the octagon and start swinging one guy cold in a red shirt, him right cold in the clock him in the right side of his face. And to me, that was the most wild thing ever, to yeah. the point where Dana was like, I'm not even going to give this guy the belt in the octagon because he knew they were going to have oh, a bunch you know, of beers well, being well, thrown. Was, well, he was, got hit anyway when yeah, he was getting yeah, escorted I mean, out. It was such a pro-McGregor uh, pro McGregor crowd, and, big time. And, and I mean, United States is a pro McGregor all across the board. Mm-hmm. They want McGregor to win every single time. Yeah, and oh, I, I like Connor too. I mean, I think yeah. he's an asshole, but yeah, I love I mean, it. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I I I like Khabib though from being a from watching. Oh, he's a, he's UFC, a hell of a, like, he's he a hell of a wrestler, good, man. Holy he shit, he's a good fighter. Yep. But yeah, for Khabib's guys to then jump into the ring, it's one thing for Khabib to jump out of the ring, get into a scuffle. That happens, but then for Khabib's guys to run, to jump in the ring, I think that was even worse. That because, was way worse because whatever was going on between McGregor's trainer and Khabib, that's one thing. For Khabib's guys to then retaliate and go after McGregor, who is having no, having no part of this post fight, because I saw all the attention being on on um, Khabib and the guys, and then I see the guy in the red shirt, I'm like, oh shit, that was crazy. He's going for McGregor, and nobody saw it because they all had their backs turned. Yeah, and then just cold clocks him. He turns around, goes at him. And then, yeah, I think it was a good move by Dana White not to give him the belt. No, because in, he got hit by beer anyway. Yeah, well, can, when he was getting, I'm surprised out. he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't get hit by more. I mean, he had he was about two deep on security guards. They had all, tons all of security. I think he had like ten guys. He, he had 12, 12 or fifteen security guards between security guards and police officers, big dudes around him walking out. And I thought for sure it was just going to be beer raining down. Yeah, and he really didn't get hit till he walked until the end. Right at the end, he just got doused. And I'm sure there were plenty of security in the in. Um, T-Mobile Arena that were telling people to get out and stuff, so there, there wasn't even more of a melee going on. Right. But like I said, I think it was a pretty pro-McGregor crowd overall. Oh, yeah. Well, then three of three of Khabib's guys got arrested, and then McGregor did not press charges, yeah. is what Dana White yeah, said. Let, let me say this, too. 
when Khabib's teams came in to go after Connor, people are so mad because they're like, didn't you see McGregor swing first? First of all, I watched the video. The guy in the black shirt swung at the same time Connor did. And they're going in there to mess with Connor. Yeah. So of course he's yeah, going to retaliate. Gonna and then the red shirt guy completely cold clocked him. Yeah, that wasn't that even was, he didn't even see that guy. That was that was that was just dirty. We'll, dirty, dirty. I'll dirty. say this, because people are all like bitching about oh McGregor fans don't understand this, this, this. That that's not what I'm talking about. The fight itself, Khabib absolutely 100% oh. dominated the fight and deserved it to win. Wasn't even close. 100%. Wasn't even close. What happened afterwards was was messed up. I mean, just because you don't don't go after people outside of the octagon. You know what I'm saying? Do not jump out and start fighting another team or or a ref or, or fans, whatever the case may be. I mean, it was just super crazy. Yeah. It wasn't even like fun to watch. It was just like jaw dropping. Like, how the hell is this going on? This is arguably. Coming into it, already going to be the best UFC fight ever, UFC 229. And then for that to happen, for people that don't watch the UFC, I think it was a bad situation overall. I No doubt about that. But I think it was almost good in a way for the sport because – People, that's exactly what people want to see. The, all oh these, yeah, when you it's have talked about everywhere. When you have WWE, everywhere. WWE fans that get so amped up about something that's completely staged, and then for this to happen and not be staged, yeah, and it actually be real, and Khabib to jump over and out of the ring, like that's insane. Like that's that was ex- wild. That's exactly what you want to see for UFC. Like it's, it's not good for the sport itself, but for ratings wise, it's. Great. And plus, if they have, if they do have a rematch, which by the way, Connor, it took him. Will be a rematch. It took him less than twelve hours to post good or good knock or whatever for good, like, good knock. Can't wait for the rematch. Right. He put that on Twitter, and then he puts something with a black eye. He puts lost the battle, but won are winning the war or something like yeah, that something on Twitter. Like that. Or like we lost, we lost the fight, but we won the battle. But then he's and he's drinking his whiskey, so I don't know what that means. I'm like, because uh, at the same time, that's what that's the only thing that worried me about Connor. I think he tried hard. I just don't think he was ready for it, Khabib. No. But also the fact that I think a lot of this, the money is in his head, yeah. and he's like kind of content with just well, fighting. And look, look at Floyd Mayweather. That's the thing. He already got paid. He already got paid his money. He doesn't. I mean, like but they said they're hold they were withholding their checks. Dana said that. I don't believe no. that completely. Because they were talking about withholding the belt too, or they're going to strip the strip. title. Like they can't on. do that. Yeah, it's just like it's. I mean, I mean, it, it angers it me to see what happened. Like just like I'm, and I'm a Connor fan. It's not like I'm like oh Khabib this Khabib that. It wasn't even about Connor. It was about Khabib just like totally being like unprofessional and shit. It was just right. so. It was so like weird and just like out of ordinary and. The, the just you didn't have to have all that shit happen. You know, you want a great as Dana said afterwards when he was actually interviewed. He said you want a great fight, one of the best fights in UFC history, if not the best. Like, be proud of it. Like, ignore everybody else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it was out of hand, but it was entertaining. I will say the whole thing, the whole build up, the whole the each guy not being together at the press conference beforehand, where Connor yes. showed up a half hour late, Khabib left in fifteen minutes, and then Connor talked shit on him the whole time. That whole thing was great. Still did not top the McGregor Eddie Alvarez press conference. Well, that was the best. Or him and Aldo was good too because he basically just trolled Aldo and kept taking his belt. And everything. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. If you have any good USC memories, USC fights, uh, let us know. Yeah. At Balcony Brews Pod on Twitter, Facebook, 
and Instagram. One more thing, TJ, before mm-hmm. you give me the wrap-up signal. I don't know why. Not We're going that. all night. Not We're going all that. night. I don't know what I'm talking about. Survivor this week. Oh, boy. Here we go. Just say, I'm going to make a brief. Make a brief because this is going to be for Tuesday's show. So Wednesday, I'll do Survivor recap then for Friday's <laughs> show. Everything's looking good. Yeah. Christian, he's on my team. He's kind of a nerd. He's running things over on the David tribe. Christian the nerd. Goliath tribe. Looking a little weak. Too many egos over there, so we'll see how it all shakes out. I got three on the Goliath. Christian's my only guy on the David tribe. We'll see how it uh we'll see how it goes. David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. Christian the nerd. Better bring Christian it home. Christian the nerd. Bring in the heat. We'll see if he can run the tables. You'll find <laughs> out on Thursday, Friday rather. It's like you're promoting for Survivor now. If he went home. On well man, CBS. I am on CBS. Hashtag no free ads. Yeah. I'll do it, TJ. All right. Well, thanks, Nick. That'll do it uh, at Balcony Bruce Pod everywhere, 314-877-8597. We'll see you guys, well, uh, for the NFL show on Wednesday, and then we'll also see you on Friday. Friday. Bye, Netherlands. Hey, see you, bud. Bras on Balcony.